everyone. It's Alan Schimmel, DevOps.com, and you're listening to another DevOps chat. Today's DevOps chat features CEO Gil Sever of Applet Tools. Gil, welcome to DevOps chat. Yeah, thank you, Alan. Uh, happy to be uh, on that chat with you. Yes, uh, that was uh, my pleasure to have you here. So, Gil, we're going to jump into specifics around Applet Tools and you know recent news and so forth. I thought we would start off, let's just give people, maybe not everyone knows who Applet Tools is. So let's kind of give them a, a, a foundational lay of the land, just a quick backgrounder on, on, Applet, Tools, on Applet Tools. Okay, so Applet Tools actually developed a, an AI technology for visual validation of computer screens, mobile device screens, and so on. And and wanted to use that uh, to improve and, and expedite application delivery on all devices, uh, all browsers, uh, for all customers. Um, and we started with uh, automated testing, automated visual testing, because that was a major pain point uh, that we have identified in the uh, application delivery lifecycle that was not automated. Uh, so we developed that engine that is AI-based with machine learning uh, and deep learning, and we're implementing it right now for testing and monitoring of applications, both web and mobile. Excellent. And, and of course, you know, Gil, this whole testing, continuous testing, it all plays into this modern, I, you know, I want to use the term DevOps and Agile and all this, but I, I don't want to pigeonhole us into any one thing. But it's really part of this modern software development methodology. Some people call it the software delivery pipeline or the modern software factory or, or what have you. But this whole new way of deliver of of developing and delivering and deploying and managing software, it is it's changing the world, literally. And we're seeing such, we're seeing so much investment from companies. We're seeing a lot. Talk to me a little bit, macro trends, right? Because we can dive into the minutiae, but macro trends, what do you see that's driving all of this? Okay, so I think like the major trend that is standing uh, at the root of all of that is the digital transformation. All the businesses shifting more into uh, the cyberspace um, and becoming less physical businesses and more internet and, and, and cyber businesses. So, and that's the, I think the trend that is driving everything else. Now, doing digital transformation is not just taking your physical business and now implementing an application that represents it one-on-one -on -one in, in the cyberspace. It's actually a total way of doing business where uh, it's very different than the old way of doing business in, in a few aspects. One trend is agility. Uh, you need to be uh, very fast and very adaptive uh, and, and improve your solution almost on a daily basis uh, to add new features, new capabilities, and answer the demand of all your customers. Uh, so that's one thing uh, is the agility. The other thing is that it's customer-centric, so you need to be, I call it like the 
the, the focus is now on customer obsession. There's so much competition and so many different businesses that in order to uh, gain the, uh, the customer's trust, um, you need to provide them a perfect uh, experience and on every device or any way they communicate with you. And they communicate on their desktops, on their mobile devices, on their I- iPads. And everything needs to be perfect uh, at all times, not, you know, 24-7, not just when the branch is open. So I think that the customer focus and uh, the speed of changes, which is, these are two business trends that are very important, and they translate into technological trends, you know, like DevOps, automation, uh, AI, uh, and so on. And I can elaborate on each one of them if you like. Yeah, no, I... So, Gil, I, I don't disagree with you. I, I do think, and, and you know what, digital transformation is a good umbrella for all of these things that we're talking about. You know, I was having a discussion with some friends of mine earlier this week. In the last couple of weeks, we have seen, well, let's face it, just a tremendous amount of money being raised and invested in companies in our space. And even Apple Tools alone, Gil, was it like last April or so? You, you right. Apple Tools announced their latest uh, fundraising efforts. Um, and, and so the, I was talking with a friend who was actually in the banking industry and dealing more with public companies. And he's like, I don't understand how so much money can be invested in these startups. How do you invest $100 million in a company? You know, what? What do you hope to, to get back? How do you recoup that investment and make a profit? And, and I, you know, I explained to him that they're investing in big markets or potentially big markets with high growth and that they're really making a bet that they're in, by putting that money in relatively early, those companies will be one, two, or three in their market, preferably one. And if they're number one in a market that's worth billions and billions of dollars, it's a good investment, right? Um, of course, the question arises, though, they all can't be number one in their, in their niche. And number two, we hear so much AI, for instance, right? Everybody who's jumping on AI and machine learning now. Now, I happen to know Apple Tools. I know what you guys might have developed. Fantastic technology. But does it get lost in the wash, right? Are we, are we potentially victims of our own noise, if, if you will? Okay, that, that's a very good question. Uh, because I think you're right. I mean, a lot of companies will get lost in that noise. And, and the thing is, to find an area where you can be a leader and you can deliver something that is unique. Uh, and I think that this is what we've done. Because when you talk about, let's say, DevOps and developer tool chain, let's say, so you're talking about different uh, technologies. You're talking about uh, continuous integration. You're talking about, you know, you're talking about collaboration. You're talking about automatic deployment. You're talking about version control. You're talking about testing. You're talking about monitoring, and, and, and so on. And in each one of these categories, there would be one, two, maybe three leading companies. So, exactly. So 
again, at Aptitus, we've identified what we believe is another critical uh, part in that chain, which is not answered by any other of the tools or technologies that I've mentioned, um, and that was the last one that was still done manually, because the analysis of computer screens was something that none of the above technologies, and even when we're going into testing or monitoring like APM, none of them have done that in the visual level. So we found a solution how to test and monitor applications and, and on that visual level. And it became more and more critical because I believe that with the digital transformation, the main interface between an application and its customer is visual. And even people that say that the next AI inter interface would be voice, they all, they all talk that, you know, the customer would maybe ask, speak in his voice, but in order to get all the replies of like a huge search or something like that, these replies would be visual. And so it's a, it's a dominant uh, field that is there to stay. And there we have a unique solution. And we developed, you talk about AI, so we developed visual AI. So our AI is not just, you know, general AI. It's how we take AI, and in our case, we mimic the human eye and brain when they're analyzing a computer screen or a mobile device screen, and we see how we can do that. And there are a different set of challenges there uh, because of the rendering and other stuff that other technologies without AI cannot process with low, false, positive, or false negative, which you, and you need both to automate processes and to make sure that you provide a solution that is bulletproof. You don't want a testing solution that releases 30% of the bugs. It's not good enough. You need to eliminate 99.9% .9 of the bugs, and you also need to uh, do false positives, which are uh, practically negligible so that you won't have to go manually over all like 20% of the test results and evaluate them manually. So that's where we focus on and we believe that uh, we define a new technology, a new category, and even though we started with testing, we think that we can expand it to what we call ABM, like a category that talks about application visual management that can deal not only with testing and monitoring, but also with uh, you know, accessibility for visually impaired people, with uh, brand guidelines enforcement, uh, with regulatory compliance. And these are things that we do today with some of our customers. So we help, for instance, financial institutions to be able to prove that when a customer did a financial transaction on a certain device with a certain version of operating system and so on, and a certain browser, he saw the fine print of the loan of the financial transaction. Or when someone bought a drug from a pharmaceutical company and he used a certain device to access their website, he saw all the drug warnings and so on. And these are things that are critical, necessary, and, and until applicants came into the game, could only be done manually. So we're actually changing that game, and we believe that you know, right now we are the leader in that, but it's a, it's a young, we are still young and it's still early, but it's something that every company that develops software or uses software application to interact with its customers would need. And we will be the leaders in that category. Good for you. So we'll also be hearing a hundred, $150 million raise soon from you, I hope. <laughs> so visual AI is a term. I haven't heard that term before. I think it's a term we should put out in, in, a, in our listeners' minds. 
and they should think about it. Because you're right, it does transcend testing. I, ne I never thought of it that way, Gil. Excellent. So what is new with Apple Tools? Tell us, what's, what's been happening? Okay, so as I said, we started with uh, you know, visual testing, which was mostly pre-production and was mostly targeted for test automation engineers. Uh, we extended it later on, and today it's running uh, also like post-production, and we can do uh, user uh, end-user monitoring on all devices at all times in different places, um, which is also critical because in today's modern world, uh, you have uh, microservices, you have updates of browsers and operating systems that change and can break your application if, even if it worked perfectly but, and then released and then some updates happened or microservices have changed and so on. So it's not enough to test your application pre-production. You need to constantly monitor it and in different territories and different areas where the communication rates are different and so on, making sure it's all working perfectly. So that was one extension that we did. Um, recently, like we added what we call UI version control. So in addition, and integrated it with code version control, like with GitHub, Bitbucket, and so on. So now you can also do root cause analysis. So if you see a version control, like a version that suddenly performs, even doesn't have bugs, but you see that the, the business KPIs are suddenly deteriorating. You have less conversion and so on. You say, okay, let me see what was the difference in the previous UI, the previous version of the UI, and now we can help you connect that with the code version, with the integration we did with GitHub. So you get the root cause analysis of what affected your business uh, performance. And of course, if it, it caused a bug and so on, you can also track that. So that was another thing that we added recently. And now we're trying to expand the offering to cater more to developers on one hand and to uh, business and digital transformation executives on the other hand. What, what does that mean? Developers um, need the speed of unit testing. They actually, and they need like, you know, component level testing and testing really fast, uh, not end-to-end -end testing, but some sort of unit testing or, or integration testing. Um, and we provided support for Storybook for component level testing and uh, Cypress, which is a new uh, open source for uh, functional testing. So we added uh, uh, these uh, two capabilities that we're going to launch uh, next week. And we're also expanding, so that's one way, I, I call it expand left. It's like, you know, shift left, I but we don't left. get shift there. We stay on, on where we are, but we also expand left. And, and the next move is going to deliver tools that business executives that don't necessarily, and even DevOps that don't necessarily want to code and write lengthy scripts and so on, can actually define um, and will do all the processing and running uh, for them. So they won't need to write scripts. It would be codeless in, 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 in many ways. And we are trying to do that by writing on open source tools. Uh -huh. So. Because I think, again, another trend that we see in the market, you know, uh, is, is open source that's expanding and used everywhere. Sure. So actually 
we've decided to contribute, and that's for free, but as a company to, to, to contribute to the community. So we actually renovated or helped renovate the Selenium IDE, which was a, mm-hmm. a, a record and playback open source tool that reached the end of life because of certain uh, 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 browser development. And we renewed it, and now it's up and running again much faster, you know, uh, supporting new technologies. And that's, of course, an open source tool. But on top of that, we've made the integration to visual testing very easy. Um, and again, that would be able to help people like DevOps that, you know, just want to, to run or monitor without writing, you know, don't have a team of 10 people to write scripts and so on. And business executives, like in marketing, that like to see that things are working well, but don't really want the assistance or you know, of uh, developers and, and, and so on. So th- these, are, that, that, these are the main things that we are doing right now. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Gil, we are, we're so far past our time, so we're going we're gonna to need to call a wrap. But I want to, uh, first of all, wish you continued success and congratulations on the success you've had with Applet Tools. Invite you back on again. Let's, let's revisit maybe towards the first of the year and see That'll give you two, two and a half months of this new release stuff coming out. We'll see how the market uh, is, is reacting to it. And we'll catch up and see what's doing. But thanks for being our guest here today. No, thank you very much. And I'll be glad to continuously update you as we do continue. As testing, we do, everything is continuous. Continue. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> All right. Exactly. Gil, Gil Sever, uh, CEO of Apple Tools, our guest in this episode on DevOps Chat. This is Alan Schimmel from DevOps.com, and you've just listened to another DevOps Chat.